The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers, and swearing. Passengers traveling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. Next minute, a very familiar song comes on and the beat was getting into it and it was Fleetwood Max every, every, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And all of a sudden, you know how it goes, that like gets into the song? I just naturally, my shoulders just went. And I was like doing a little like little dance. And I realized I was in the middle of the shopping center. I was like, yes, no, but it was just a familiar thing. Uh, I do that when we're shopping. You know, you go to Coles or Woolies and it's got the music playing. Yeah. If there's no one in the aisle, I do a, a bit of a dance just to embarrass Chris because he hates it. <laughs> really? See, it's fun. Well, I don't think he hates it. I think he, he understands that I can't control myself when music comes on sometimes it's like you get so. bored in your car i do two things when i'm driving it's either well driving is one sorry <laughs> so i do i do three I drink things in my car and and, and it's always i do coffee. three things it's it's driving and then i will either sing or i will do this thing Drum. where you pretend that have you guys ever done this it's really hard for me to do without laughing but when you're driving like you just do this you'll be in a 60 kilometer zone and then all of a sudden you like you either go like this like when there's someone next to you to make it look like you're out of control. <laughs> <laughs> That's or definitely just you. Or just lean forward like this. And it's better when you're like in a 40, so you do this and you do like a little shake. Like, oh so just Lord. like this. It's so funny. The people next to you cannot control themselves. Like you <laughs> You're going to really have to good. demonstrate on the, on the way home as we're getting into our cars yes. so I can understand so like this. <laughs> as you drive or do it like really really forward because like. I sing in the car but then you get to the lights and you turn it down and you just sit there and pretend like you're not really singing really I keep going I do oh, yes. I am doing that a little bit more because I, I kind of don't have any shame I get embarrassed around people I know but <laughs> I don't give a shit about what like if I don't know you I could give a shit about what you say about me you can go oh what a weirdo she's singing in the shops I don't give a shit I yeah, don't, know, don't you. know you your opinion don't mean nothing to me bitch Anyway. <laughs> just drop a little gangster yeah it's the champagne it makes me talk like oh, a gangster by the way cheers guys cheers, cheers. champagne comedy happy sunday we'll clink, just have clink, to clink, 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 clink. Clink. Uh, i'm pretty sure i could reach you ready i think we could clink clink oh that was so bad I'm always scared because I had a new These glasses are a bit like, we should have got the crystal out. That oh. always like the nice I don't little. think I could be trusted with the crystal, <laughs> seeing as I can't even trust myself with a knife. Did you see that on Facebook? I saw that. You, so you had a premonition first. I was chopping up, um, I was about to start chopping up the, uh, the veggies for the dinner. Mm. And I just had this premonition because the knife we have is really sharp and I have cut myself with it a couple of times. <laughs> Um, but not this badly. And I had a premonition that I was going to chop the end of my finger off. And then while I was chopping the, the pumpkin, it moved. And, yeah, I sliced. And your finger didn't. <laughs> no. Um, it stopped at some point, but I, it cut through my, my uh, fingernail, which has never happened before. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm psychic. <laughs> That's brilliant. I don't want to be psychic. Admittedly, the other day, because there's a shower at work that I use rather than using the showers at the gym, and... I, there'd been a cockroach in the bathroom Ugh. before and it's just like, we get, it's East Perth, so yeah. you know, it's right by the river. Well, I'm sure that you, you're you probably getting used to that, those I, big, massive yeah, cockroaches as well. I have well. seen a The river. Um, 
So I was sitting there, I was like getting out of the shower and I leave a towel there, you know, for a week and then, you know, change it over. Yeah. You know, I don't take a new towel in every day. It'd be a bit like a hotel. That'd be kind of cool. And I thought, oh, wouldn't it be horrible if like there was a cockroach in my towel? I picked <laughs> up my towel and no joke, there was a fucking cockroach in my oh. towel. I was just like, oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And so I like memorized where it had been and used the other side of the towel to dry myself. Because I, I had to dry imagine, myself. I feel like you were jumping up and down and like get, getting all giddy, but you're doing it while naked. Yeah. 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 And I couldn't run. No. Because I'm at work and yeah. my colleagues don't need to see me in that state. It, it'd just be weird. Yeah. I mean, how do you see, look at them in the eye? <laughs> I know. Like, how <laughs> awkward would that be? Like, because I mean, some people do just like lose control over some of those fears and stuff like that. So yeah, it'd be a bit awkward. Yeah. Lewis is like, okay, just no. <laughs> I, 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 no I've, I've experienced it. Uh, people just losing their shit over <laughs> like the, the smallest thing. It's just like, like spiders. Like spiders. <laughs> in my work, we do have a cockroach, cockroach infestation. Oh my God. Last week we talked, well, the week before we talked about freaking pimples, and now we're talking about cockroaches. But, but, I can't, it's just. Oh but the, the, funny, the funny thing is, is like the. They, they, they seem to have a death wish. And I, like, because there's lots of poison in our place to kill them. Mm. Most of the time when you see them, they're on their way out. And so, and I don't like killing anything. Like, yeah. but I've been constantly putting down bloody cockroaches because I feel so bad for them because it looks like a horrible way to die. But the, the thing is, sometimes you go into the toilet to just, you know, have a wee and they'll attack you. They'll just, they'll just... <laughs> <laughs> they just run. They just run at me, and it's like you know, climb up your leg. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Oh my god! Never going to your work. Yeah. That's. I'm not actually afraid of cockroaches, and you, you know why? When I was younger, I used to watch that movie, Joe's Apartment. Oh, all God. the time. So I'm like, yeah, they're cool. They're that just, might be why I've got a fear of cockroaches. They just want to chill. Fear. Like, they're cool. You've desensitized just, yourself. Yeah. Right? I was like, that was the, that was the, my parents. Thank you, mum and dad, for letting me watch that movie when I was so young. Yeah. <laughs> thanks to my parents for letting me watch arachnophobia when I was young. Totes got a fear of spiders now. Oh, I've I never watch. seen that movie ever. I cannot watch that one. I think it's got John Goodman in it. For some reason, I could be wrong. So you're afraid of spiders? I freaking yeah. I have so many fears. It's unbelievable. <laughs> this could be an interesting conversation. <laughs> it will not end. It's not furniture with small legs, is it? Because Steven Spielberg uh, uh, has a really? phobia of furniture with small. small I'll feet. I'll name a couple because I don't want to go out of you know. So definitely spiders. Um, I'm also afraid of groups of holes together. You know that oh. weird fear where well, people... like Swiss cheese. <laughs> um, more like, you know, serving cor- some next yeah. podcast. <laughs> more like grating. Like, you know how... It is actually a legit fear, by the way. I can't remember what it's called, but it's legit. It's not so much you're scared. It makes you just feel uncomfortable. And it's an evolutionary thing oh. um, to do with disease and things like that. So it's not actually a fear. It's more like it just makes you feel... So you couldn't quite- handle looking at a f- someone who'd had a pop... Marked face. Um, it's more like groups of holes that aren't even. So like coral, like you know, the ocean reef. Okay. And like little holes together. Like that just makes me go insane. And also coffins. I'm petrified of coffins. Oh, what's to the death. coffin thing? Um, coffins. I'm I'm scared and time. <laughs> boom, boom. I'm very scared of time. Um, like escaping me. 
Um, right. Yeah, it's more like when you're a prisoner, you get really like fearful of time. Have so you been a prisoner before? I haven't, but I must have been in a past life <laughs> or something because I'm so afraid of time. And then the coffin thing comes in because it's more like that means death. So, like, so I'm not f- afraid of death, but I'm just afraid, afraid of coffins. So do you wow. freak out when you're at work and you're running out of time to do a job? And then a coffin drives past. <laughs> um, well, it's more like coffin actually drove past me the other day in a cask. A cask. I was like, ah! <laughs> um, no, it's it had more wheels like, on it. You mean in a car? It's more like. Time is escaping, and before I know it, I'll be 90 years old. It's a construct. Um, but, like, I think everyone's scared of that, right? I, I think that's more of a fear of death, isn't it? I See, I'm not really afraid of death. I'm more afraid of, like, not achieving things or, like, getting old and looking old. Yeah, because time um, does fly by. Yeah, Let's it face does. It. Like, 10 years ago, I was like, where has the last 10 years? So that kind of stuff mm. freaks I, me out. I cried on my 18th birthday while I was drinking little bar-sized vodkas after everyone <laughs> left my party no because i felt like i was old and i'd achieved nothing yeah <laughs> oh my gosh at 18. 18 yeah now i have a child so i don't care i've done my bit you'll <laughs> <laughs> remember me when i'm dead that's all i need to do oh my <laughs> isn't that why we have children just so like there's someone there for like when we're on our deathbeds like um dying well it's it'll be nice to have someone to take care of me when i'm old and decrepit yeah i think is originally that what it is it does what it is that's exactly what so I know. selfish yeah that's me i think I originally cool it was so that person. more workers for the fields oh yeah <laughs> have more kids so that you had more staff and also and also religious institutions tend to like go you don't do those condoms and stuff like that don't 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 use it pull out that'll be fine that'll be fine, that'll be fine. <laughs> and, and, it was not fine no <laughs> <laughs> And, and the reason was is because that way you can you know breed more you know of that religion. religion. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Mm. So Steven Spielberg is afraid of tiny furniture or furniture with tiny furniture legs. Furniture with small legs. Should we explain who we are? Yeah. Am I the person who says this every episode? Pretty much, because you <laughs> you just get so into things and you're like, hang on a second, we're like five minutes. Oh no, we're nine minutes in. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let, let me let me do this one this this week then. So, uh, welcome to Tangent City, the podcast on the General Pop Culture Network, where we go all over the freaking place. <laughs> um, we tend we do tend to like try to start with one topic and then we just tangent from there but i'm going to go around the uh around the room and introduce uh each of the the, the people here and it's uh, on the show today uh first thing first you've got to say who you are and then you've got to say what you're watching on uh your streaming, streaming networks. networks kind of thing what what you're what you're binging at the moment uh, and then the, well, what you're binging or what you've discovered is a new guilty pleasure yeah and the mm. and the last thing is as well you've already told us a couple of your your fears but we'll throw out a fear there as well so okay. uh, we'll start up we'll start up with you Cecilia because you already told us a couple of your fears yeah so. let's not delve into any more because that got quite sad for a moment didn't it um, <laughs> but I'm Cecilia and in terms of what I'm binge watching at the moment um I haven't actually got anything on the go um I she's got a life she's 26 um <laughs> I don't know what I seem to just go to work I come like I'll go to a movie or I've just got other stuff and I've also been really tired because I've had no iron so yeah. just been sleeping lots but um yeah nothing I have tried to start watching Russian Doll oh, yeah. um so I'll, I'll keep going with that and see how I go you got to binge that one I think yeah. that's one that you definitely mm. have to go one after the other yeah okay I think I'm do it. third episode in so I might keep going with Crush that it. Crush it. Yeah, I say that and I'm only two episodes in. (laughs) (laughs) And Rachel? I'm Rachel. (laughs) As Lewis has just said. Um, And I have watched, 
I just recently watched the um, Isn't It Romantic, which is the new Rebel Wilson, Liam uh, Hemsworth and... Beguiling. Beguiling. Have you watched it as well? <laughs> I watched it, yeah. <laughs> is it, have you just learnt that word? Because you seem to be saying it a lot. Beguiling. I don't think he knew what it meant because beguiling is like charismatic and charming but not trustworthy. Oh, really? Yeah. So, okay, I you don't... looked it up. Is <laughs> there a movie or a film or something? The Beguiled with, that with uh, Colin Firth, which is actually by Sophia Coppola or a Diablo yes. Cody. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I knew no, it came up recently because yeah. you yeah. and I were talking about it. Which yeah. is Sophia Coppola. Yeah, so we might be able to talk about her at tongue tied some point. Um, I was not. I, I think if Isn't It Romantic was released on the big screen, it would have been a big dud, but because you got to watch it at your own pace at home, um, it was quite enjoyable and rebel wilson was not so full on yeah i like she wasn't so rebel you enjoyed it i enjoyed it yeah yeah and it's got the dude from it's got bumper oh workaholic oh i know him from workaholics Um, okay adam Adam divine yeah yeah yeah. and um priyana chopka who's from um the oh the Kristen bell thing that's on netflix the good Good place Place. thank you oh okay oh and a fear as well Um, I am scared of heights, so I don't go up ladders or, um, I don't even like looking at heights. How are you in like tall buildings? I'm fine with that. It's, I think it's the fear of falling more so, which is when a child is born there, um, the two fears they have is, uh, the fear of falling and the fear of something else. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. Great, the fear it? of being hungry, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't remember what the second one is, but one of them is falling. So that is a natural uh, fear. It's just progressed a little bit more for me. So I don't, mm. yeah. That's that is freaking out. quite interesting because I've Going heard of a lot of people with heights, um, they develop that fear over time. So I, I've heard a lot of mothers, like once they become a mother, they get a real thing about vertigo and heights. Um, mine's not so much heights. Like I'm okay being like, as long as it's safe and there's absolutely no way I can fall, oh yeah, I'm totes fine. Mm. Like I've climbed the Sydney Opera House, or not Sydney Opera House, the Sydney Bridge. Coverage, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Climb up it, <laughs> yeah, it's just daily. You'd be fine. And then I threw down my protest flag. And <laughs> no advertising on the Opera House. I, that's a old joke now. Anyway, yep. <laughs> yeah, heights and uh, yeah, falls and and spiders. So have you ever gone on a roller coaster or anything like that? Um, I haven't gone on one for a really long time, but, um, yeah, they did freak me out. Oh, I did one thing and I thought I was going to die and that's the giant drop. Like, I think it was at Dreamworld yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you go all the way up and mm. then it sits you up there for a bit before it drops you. And I was like, oh, so this is how I'm going to die of a heart attack on a freaking, you know, thing at Dreamworld. This is not how I want to die, people. I do not want to be a 20-year-old having a heart attack at Dreamworld. This is why the Hollywood Hotel Tower of Terror at uh, Walt Disney World uh, is a much better drop ride because you don't... Even then, like, I used to have to psych myself into going on. Because you don't realise you're on a drop ride because it's all indoors, except this part at the the end of it where you go right up to the top and the doors open and you can see the whole park and then you drop. But you don't... you're You're not seeing a drop the view the whole time it's only this like split second at the top i'm too old for this shit i'd just have a heart attack i don't want to do it <laughs> nah. no not gonna do it not gonna do it nah, not gonna do it nah. oh, dear. so uh, so cat tell us a little bit about yourself and your, your what you're streaming and tell us fearing. A bit about yourself. well this is a job interview yeah, it is where do you see yourself in five years <laughs> i'll be sitting on this couch <laughs> yeah. um I have been watching 
Um, I've watched Russian Doll, which was awesome, but you've already talked about that. What else can I talk about? Oh, um, The Orville. Yes. Just smashed out season two of The Orville, which was just, it's so good. Seth MacFarlane, like, I don't really enjoy his animated stuff because, like, I don't need... And Ted, how are you with Ted? Ted, I, Ted works for me. His we all know how movies I work. about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. It's another fear, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> talking animals. <laughs> oh, no, and talking toys. Yeah. Oh, there you go. How are do you go with Toy, Toy Story? I love Toy Story. That's huh. different. Okay. Ted has a filthy mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He's a filthy, <laughs> filthy mouth. Teddy bear should not say rude words like that. I watched Paddington 2 today with my son. <gasps> yeah. Because we watched Paddington and he didn't a week swear ago. once. No, it was quite enjoyable. It's quite funny. But Olivia Coleman said cunt in a podcast and you still like her. Well, that's different. It's Olivia Coleman. She's a queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so what are you scared of? Get me a fucking marmalade sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Marmalade's disgusting. That's definitely a British thing. Yeah. Oh, I love marmalade. Really? Yeah. You're weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. You do have British, like, <laughs> grandparents. So. Um, yeah, my, my dad's, my, my dad's, my dad's British. British. <laughs> my mum my was conceived in britain but born in australia oh wow she's like one of 10 so her parents like migrated here like her mother was like heavily pregnant like i don't think she was supposed to be on a plane but you know oh they didn't oh i'm only three months (laughs) (laughs) wow lady there you go so she's british yeah Uh, love it love it is that how you classify yourself? Me, yeah i'm I'm australian and british yeah a little Mm. bit bit british i see you were the same conceived in... No, 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 I was born in England. Oh, you were? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was funny, actually, the other day we were doing this uh, health and safety thing at work and the guy um, who was running the thing was a South African and he was really into um, <laughs> into like people's accents and stuff like that. And he said, yeah, where are you from? And I, I said, so where were you born? I said, England. And Is he from WorkSafe? No, I don't think oh. so. Like that. Um, and he, he was like, uh, you know, talking about my English accent and stuff like that. And I'm going, I, I'm... Left when I was very young. I don't have English. But you still sound like you've got an English accent. Yeah, no, you don't. My husband sounds more English than you do. <laughs> yeah. You and don't. He was born here. But you also don't have a very, to me, you don't have a very thick Australian accent. I don't and think anyone in Perth does. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Who are you? It's an Australian male thing. Yeah. So, what are your fears, though? Yeah. Let's, you jumped over something really important. Um, I don't know. I've got lots of fears. I try and get around them though like because i mean i'm pretty pathetic when it comes to bugs and stuff like that but i trapped and released the cockroach at work no wow. joke on the, on the vacant block next door but i had to do it twice because there was another one another day um so i just try and get around them i am really weird with heights like if we're staying in a really high hotel i feel like the hotel's swaying yeah and i can be standing <laughs> shh, shh. Yeah, yeah, don't I know. tell her. I can be standing in the bathroom and get that feeling. I don't need to be looking out a window. Yeah. I just get really weird. I don't know whether it's because you've gone up the elevator and it does something weird with your blood pressure or what it is, but I quite often get that in hotels. Mm. Oh, I've, I'm scared of open water too. 
Oh my god, there's a good one for me. I'm petrified of the ocean. Yeah. I can swim. Like I swam two kilometers today. Quite happy to swim. I'll swim as long as it's in a pool. I can't swim in the ocean. It freaks me out. There's all these things that it's joined up to everything and just freaks me out. I don't completely. think I'm scared because of like animals and stuff like that. I think I just I know I'm not a very good swimmer, so I have a fear of drowning. And oh. my mum thinks it's because I almost drowned when I was like one or something. Oh wow! So and then I almost drowned in Queensland as well. Same trip, actually, the Dreamworld trip. How did no you way. almost drown when you were one? Uh, I fell into someone's pool um, and my mum wasn't there. And so the lady had to pull me out. So I was under the water. Mm. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, yeah. And then in Queensland, I got stuck in a really bad rip. So my friend Angela saved my life. Because oh, I, wow. I have no... I'm, I'm don't swim at all mm. so i got caught and i was like I've, i don't know you're supposed to swim sideways sideways mm. and i didn't know that and i'm like i'm i'm running out of breath here and i think i'm actually gonna drown oh, and then i had that fuck this is how i'm gonna die this trip was not good for me no, it was not <laughs> so yeah so i'm i'm really scared like when chris you and just I be w- scared of queensland i know <laughs> <laughs> when chris and i went um, we all? to yeah. thailand on our honeymoon he was actually quite surprised that i got in the water with the snorkels oh, yeah. i was hyperventilating and i did get in and put my head in and then i just got back up again it was wow. just too freaky for me so yeah it's a genuine real fear it is freaking hot in here is it the champagne uh probably a little bit of that and it is fairly warm Warm. I think it's a little bit still out there. Sorry. Do you want to open up the front window, Lou? Just it's easier for you to get there than it is for me to get there. What about his fears? Um, we'll get to them in a minute. But that ocean thing, I mean, mine's just completely irrational and it's just ridiculous because I can swim perfectly fine, but I freak out. I used to hate beach day. Um, in Australia, they do this thing where you do swimming lessons and yeah. your school mm. generally has, unless you grow up in Kalgoorlie. Um, <laughs> but, but interestingly, I'm, a very, I'm like the highest level swimmer. Really? Go to, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. So, you got even swimming lessons in Did your bronze medallion? Um, yeah, pretty much. I was really, I, I did like, I was supposed to do like proper swimming, like freestyle. I could have been a champion, basically, wow. is, is what I'm saying. But anyway, <laughs> let's not talk about me. I, I think, no, I think, I think it's really interesting because the lessons thing. Yeah, I used to love the swimming lessons. Hated beach day. Yeah, but I never got past level. I think five or six because the instructors had this weird thing that you had to bend your toes back when you did breaststroke or yeah. something, and I was just like, "Fuck you guys!" I didn't swear in those days. <laughs> it's like, it's ridiculous. So I remember going home to my mum's like, "You can swim perfectly good. You don't need a certificate to work it out." Yeah, and then. And because I trained, I used to train as a swimmer. And so I was just like, oh, maybe I should do my bronze medallion. So I did that. I'm just like, yay, I'm swimming in the water with a tracksuit on. Oh, see, I never got that far. I don't know how much swimming we did, but not much. And that's why I was determined to do swimming lessons with Bryce because mm. when they're really young, they pick it up mm. really quickly. Mm-hmm. But it was very scary for me, even though I was in a pool. Like, you've got to dunk your child under the water. Mm. And then you, you let them go and they're supposed to, like, turn around and grab the wall. So there's a lot of confidence in just having to let them do what they naturally will do. And yeah. it's freaking scary. Yeah. So, I yeah. like Because they kind of cue them up, don't they? And, you know, get it, do it with, like, nursery rhymes and you, stuff. Yeah, you do a lot of stuff before it gets to that. But it's it's still really freaky. Yeah, I'm just going to drop my child in water and yeah. see what happens. Goes against every instinct uh, that you got. It really does. Well, Kat, so, Kat, speaking Kat, of instincts. <laughs> Cat did a similar thing with our dogs. <laughs> oh, no, I did that kind of on purpose. Well, because, like, I mean, I figured that dogs would like the water. So when we had Abby... Um, when she was a pup, I'd 
have her in the pool and she was kind of okay with it but at some point she just went nah, none of that so if we were in the pool they'd be like about three four meters away generally um but I did the same thing with Robin, just like tap this, um, like tapping the water, going, "Come on, in you come!" And she just jumped in the water, just went straight under, came up, and just went, "No, nah, none of that." <laughs> but <laughs> it's yeah, good I because they never natural swimmers too. It's good they, to they teach are, them, but they don't like, um, they don't all like the water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good to teach them though, especially if you have a pool. So yeah. that, um, they're supposed to learn how to get out of the pool, basically. Yeah. So it is really good to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, John and Leslie just excavated their pool. Yeah. So no more pool. Yeah, it sucks. You've got plenty of room out there. Yeah, I know that's what we're saying. And wow. Leslie was just like, "Oh, we'll pay for you to put in a pool, darling." It's just like, no, you just got rid of your pool because it cost you money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't, we don't need that yeah. cost. Lewis? Yeah, uh, so I'm I'm Lewis. Uh, I, I do uh, Diz Down Under with Kat and I do Unscripted the Film Show with Rachel and Cecilia and also Arda as well. Uh, and uh, I have been, we binged, Kat and I both binged uh, The Umbrella Academy, which is absolutely awesome. It was brilliant. Yeah, that, I haven't got into that yet. Is that That's on Netflix, isn't it? The yeah. Umbrella yeah. Academy. It's just, it's an amazing show. Um just uh yeah the way it, it actually just unfolds over the course of the episodes is absolutely brilliant um yeah just just get into it just just check it out it's a really really good show uh in regards to fears i feel like you don't have any i feel uh, like you're mr invincible no i did well i, I used to <laughs> he's I, got a fear of saying the letter p now <laughs> <laughs> i used to be afraid of heights but i'm not afraid of heights at, at all anymore um, but I think did you overcome it by doing a bungee jump? No, or just lots of rides? No, no, just uh, just it was one of those things where I just went. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to get uh, held back by this. That's fear. it. I'm not going to be a pussy anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, so I don't. I'm not afraid at all of uh, of heights anymore. I can can be at any heights. It's all, it's all good. Um, I guess one of my major fears is leaving the door unlocked. Oh, oh, yeah. I am actually really scared of burglars. I hate hearing anything in the middle of the night and I actually trace my steps and go, right, my son lives down the other end of the house, so how do I get him and then safely lock me and him in somewhere? Yeah, I'm basically like a ball of anxiety all the time. <laughs> so. Should build a panic room into the place. Oh, oh yeah. panic room. Yeah. yeah. It's a good film. Yeah. yeah. Good film. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Panic anyway. Room, that's got um, Jodie Foster in it. Mm, yeah. And Kristen Stewart should, when she was a youngin. should so. talk about that, but maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, the, the topic of this week's show is uh, film director, is that correct? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to tap it off, top it off. We're going to start top it off, off with... Top it off sounds rude. <sighs> tap it know. sounded rude as well. I'm going to tap it. Would you <laughs> tap that? I wouldn't tap that. So we're talking about uh, Steven Spielberg tonight and he has come out with some interesting comments about the state of film as it is at the moment with all the streaming services and how that's possibly ruining cinema as as it was. But mm. I find it a weird comment because, you know, you've got Roma, which was on Netflix and has won some Oscars. And I think it's you have to understand that cinema is not accessible it's not accessible to everyone and there are certainly a lot of movies that are better seen on the screen and I think that's why cinema will never die. He just has to understand that the times are changing. 
But the times have already changed because you had video where yeah. people could, you know, rent movies rather than going to the cinema to watch it. And okay, probably cinema goers were a little bit more prevalent in those days. But now you've got we, and then you moved into like DVDs and yeah. Blu-rays, and you also had like your streaming serv- services or download services yeah. like your um, Apple iTunes mm. kind of stuff. So it. It, it would already change. I don't know if that came through on the microphone. I totes burped. <laughs> oh, thanks, Champagne. I don't think it did. It's kind <laughs> of it's kind of funny though that uh, like you know they, they've always said that this is going to kill cinema. It was like video killed the radio star. It didn't. No, did no, it? No, no. Uh, it, uh, it's podcast killed the radio star. <laughs> 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 We're trying, you know. Uh, but I mean, you, you look back and it was like TV. TV is going to kill cinema. Yeah. No one will leave their house because TV. They'll just watch TV and they'll never go to the movies again. Didn't happen. Like people kept on going to the movies. Video came out. Oh, you know, people will stop going to the movies. I'll just wait to watch it on video. They'll never go to the movies. Didn't happen. People kept on going to the movies. There is something about going and watching a, a, a film on a big screen yeah. with awesome sound with other people. I think that's the thing is like as much as we bitch and moan about other people, like there is something to be said for feeding off an audience. Mm, yeah. And you just do not get that same experience when you're at home. But you, you can don't. get a dud audience too. You can do, yes. Screening yeah. two of Captain Marvel. Like, nobody applauded. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. That the Maybe they weren't super big Marvel fans. Oh, well, they should have been because they were seeing it the day before it was released. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's very really confused. bizarre. Very odd. It's very odd. But yeah, but then again, there's also uh, you know cinemas in America that are doing that 4DX thing to, mm. to give you another experience that you're not going to be able to experience. Is that like at home. smells and stuff? Or it um, moves? Or? I think your seat moves. And I think that they might do some stuff like if it's raining and stuff yeah. like that. I, I think don't that there might be a bad. I kind of do. Yeah, and they do smells and everything as well. So, oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if it's like a in a New York subway, oh, hold your breath. Smells yeah, like shit. and they just release some rats across the <laughs> yeah. floor. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of garbage. Some old, <laughs> some homeless, homeless man. Yeah, <laughs> pisses all over the seats. <laughs> so then he asks for some money. Mugs you. Takes your bag. You're going to chase him out. I almost got mugged in New York. Did you? That's what I think almost happened. When I got off the train, (laughs) when I got off the train, it was my first like overseas trip and I got off the train and this dude came up to me and he goes, can I carry your bag for you? Like to your, wherever you're staying. And I'm like, Uh. no, I'm good, but thank you. So I don't know whether I'm being like psycho or he was just really no a that's nice a really guy. weird thing yeah to he do. was definitely gonna mug you <laughs> yeah okay okay that would be bye bye backpack i yeah. think that would be a mugging i I'll, would you call it a mugging well it yeah, was 20 kilos so he would have had to run like <laughs> I, and i wouldn't have chased i've him. been training for this all my life <laughs> <laughs> to mug a backpacker oh my god it's a towel that wraps up really small <laughs> god. oh god <laughs> What is so, it? Spielberg? Yeah, Spielberg. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I'm sweating so much that my glasses are getting fogged up. Oh, man. Sorry. Sorry. That's that's me. I get like that every time I drink alcohol. It is summery today. <sighs> it is rather humid. So um, I grew up, like, I don't know about you, but I definitely grew up on Stephen Bill. Spielberg. <laughs> <sighs> Start again. You, Take you it back. You think that I'd had like alcohol or something? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really had that much. I'm just all like tongue tied today. So I grew up in his films, you know, E.T. And then I remember seeing Jurassic Park and the big screen. 
you class. Oh, yeah. what are you doing? I was being nice and offering people more booze. Oh, oh, you're still, oh okay. I'm still, you're still working on it. I'm I'll, still I'll working on mine. wait until yeah. we're all kind yeah. of finished. Well, because... Fair enough. Okay. That was awkward. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Great moments in podcasting. <laughs> Pausing to get alcohol. Yeah, it's just, just like uh, both Cecilia and I are lushes and we've both finished our, <laughs> uh, our champagne. And well, you can pour some more mine. champagne. No, 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 champagne. no, 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 no. We'll make them wait. We'll pay. We'll pay some. <laughs> See how long they can hold out. <laughs> no, let's just spill it. No, some, it's, get, it's getting... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it gets a bit warm. Shot of whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> Did anyone see Jurassic Park at the cinemas? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I did. You did? Yeah. I did. Really? My parents yeah. took me. Took me. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, I like, it might not have been the first one. I, I do lie. It could have been one of the later ones. It wasn't like the re-remakes. No, no, no. The original, original. It was 19- the one. 93, was it? Yeah. Oh, no. I would have been too young. So no, it must have been that, before. wasn't it? It yeah. may have come okay. out in 94. I lie. I must have went to a later, a later one um, because I would have been way too young. Uh, yeah, because you're like an infant. I have seen Jurassic Park at the cinema in 3D because they brought it out in 3D a couple oh. of years back. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I think I have the date here, actually. Jurassic Park was 93. So, okay, I, so I was right. definitely did not see it. So it must have been love a being another right. version. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I lie. I lie. I, no. I just remember seeing that and thinking it was so amazing and I know it kick-started a lot of people getting into dinosaurs and all that stuff oh that scene where like you see the cup shaking on the dash yes i just remember seeing that it's so iconic as well like jeff goldblum and then Mm -hmm. it's got ellie all dressed up in proper science gear because you know if you're a scientist you don't run around in heels and a blouse Mm. you run around in clothes that are suited for your job and then you've got the young chick who's like a a computer hacker and stuff I always appreciated that film and I don't think I realised just how much of an impact it had on my thoughts about female roles until later. And I think Kat and I were talking about it earlier about how he probably hasn't had a lot of female role films. Uh, with female leads, I yeah, think. Yeah, with is female the, leads. Yeah. But then something came across um, for me and I now I can't bloody remember what it was. Somebody else talk. Um. I, I, for me, Steven Spielberg is Indiana Jones. Um, I love those films, so that's that's me. Yeah, right. Um, but it's interesting because earlier I was telling you guys about my fear of um, time and part of that I think actually comes from watching his film AI from a really young age. Oh, see, I never saw that. Not at um, And there's a scene in the film where AI is about basically a robot kid who these people take in. Hayley um, Joel Osment, right? Yeah. And Jude Law. And Jude Law. Oh. And um, in the film, he also has a teddy bear um, that's kind of robotic as well. And at the end of the film, um, it's been out for years, so there's no spoilers here, but um, they're both, I think, I haven't seen it for years, but I, from memory, I think they're both like underwater for oh. some reason. Um, but it's basically saying that because they're robots, they're just going to live forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. What a disturbing As idea. everybody around mm. them dies. So he watches the parents that brought him up, all those people die. So it goes through these different timelines to like in, to the future 
you know, obviously when he was, yeah, so you see him living and just seeing everyone else around die. That reminds and I, me of Bicentennial Man with Robin Williams. Yeah, which is also a sad movie. So um, it is. AI, long. I think, came out in 2001. So, yeah, I, w- I was very young when I watched that film um, when it first came out. And I think that's partly why uh, time scares me a little. <laughs> I just remembered the female-centric uh, Steven Spielberg film, Colour Purple. Oh, oh the Colour yeah. Purple, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Whoopi Goldberg yep. and um, Oprah Winfrey and <laughs> what are you laughing at? Why are you laughing at Oprah Winfrey? Um, does she get beaten in that film? I don't, yeah, I, I don't think, think that's a cue for you to laugh. No, 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 it's not. It's just um, bad I was listening, makeup. I was or? listening to a podcast the other day and someone said that they rewatched that film just to see Oprah get beaten, which I thought <gasps> was horrible. Are you for I, real? I know. So someone said that in a podcast and I thought that was a little bit too far, even for me, who finds everything funny. Mm. Um, I, I really enjoyed Oprah Winfrey in that she's film. She's great. I think sometimes when I see her, I'm, I forget she's actually quite a good actress. Mm. And also I don't – like this was one of Whoopi Goldberg's first feature films, um, you know, as she was getting into stuff. And it's quite a full-on role. And it's – I always just remember all the time in that film she's hiding her mouth – and then she, like, towards the end smiles and you see this massive smile come across her face. And, you know, oh, that movie is just so emotional. I haven't seen it for a long time. It's a good film. You should yeah, check out really the uh, David Tennant does a podcast. Oh, yes. And he, that's... And he interviews Whoopi Goldberg on the second episode. Second, mm-hmm. yeah. I finally and... listened to it today. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm cut- oh, wow. talking about Colour Purple today. And there's a lot of that that podcast is about how she you know broke into films and mm. the color purple and that sort of stuff so uh, yeah definitely uh, check that out if you want uh, more more of an insight into, into her role in that film um i tend to watch uh et every year around halloween i don't know why uh i think it's been on at halloween on the on the tv but yeah because remember- they used to have like a cycle and they'd yeah. show certain movies at certain times of year yeah Mm. And I just remember there was a period where they released it without the guns, you know, and they had flashlights yeah. or the police. No, no, mobile offices. phones, wasn't it, or something? They, they no, walkie talkies. The yeah, guns That's were right. walkie talkies. And then it yeah. went back to what it was mm. at that time, which was guns. Mm. So, oh. I could, I, I, I think <laughs> I picked Steven Spielberg because I have a lot of his movies that I just love, like Jaws and yeah. He's also um, so well known. I mean, yeah. everybody knows who Steven Spielberg is, and I would say that at least you've seen at least one of his films. If not, if not, like kind. most of them. But he's had a hand in other things apart from movies as well. So the Warner Brothers series. So you had um, Animaniacs, um, Freakazoid, Pinky in the Brain. He had a, a hand oh in God, those, and those were completely wonderful cartoons like my dad no still idea. quotes pinky in the brain they're really and off it the hasn't wall. been yeah it hasn't been on for so long yeah i mean it helps that he's got a white dog that looks like a big rat so he's <laughs> just like what should we do tonight pinky <laughs> same thing we do every oh no night. sorry yes yeah, no, no, brain sorry uh, yeah. yeah and try to That's take over awesome. the world and uh, also, uh, as as far as like theme parks go, he actually was very involved in uh, you know Universal Studios uh, Hollywood, but also uh, particularly the the Orlando one. In fact, I think he might actually get like a, a percentage of every ticket sold to those theme parks. I wouldn't oh, really? be surprised. Yeah. He's worth something like thirteen point five billion dollars. That's mm. insane. The yeah. the because uh, he had uh, like a couple of rides because in. 
both parks at one point had an ET ride, but that's since gone from Hollywood. But uh, they both parks also had the Jurassic Park uh, a ride, um, and the interesting thing about it is uh, is that they built in this like exit for just for Steven Spielberg just before the ride drops and goes down the the big mm. uh, water drop bit. Uh, it was just so they could stop the ride there so Steven can get out and then so he doesn't break his knee. Yeah, <laughs> because he was afraid of heights. So oh. yeah, yeah. So it was a uh, yeah. It's really it was really interesting, but. Uh, that that's one of the reasons why there is still an ET attraction at yeah. Orlando is because of Steven Spielberg because if it was anyone else they would have stripped that right out and put something else yeah. there. And speaking of ET, you've got the ET um debacle with the the game that came out way too early without all of the um the things that needed to it. Um Atari, mm. that's what it was. So they talked about how this this game was what ruined Atari, but there was lots of stuff leading up to it. It's just this was the final nail in the coffin, I guess. Sorry, I have to mention coffins, Cecilia. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, they just rushed it because they needed it to be out by Christmas and it just was a flop because there were so many things wrong with it. But yeah, mm. you've not seen that documentary. No, and they, they went and they like you know, buried it in a landfill somewhere, yeah. and like all these people were going and searching for these these uh, lost games and stuff. Really, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Oh, spoiler! Not surprised. People are pretty um. Well, I think the people about who buried things. it really took good notes about where they buried it. Yeah. In, right. Um, okay. At the dump. Oh, okay. Yeah. As you do. You do. When you look at the movies he's actually directed, um, you know, he's had more sort of um, uh, producer credits recently, I guess. Like, you know, the yeah. amount of films that he's actually directed um, aren't, aren't as expansive as I thought. Like, you talk about it being a Spielberg movie, but he hasn't necessarily directed it. He might have just been, you know, had a um, producer credit. Mm. So I find that um, a little bit interesting, but that's good because it means that he's getting other people and you know hopefully paving Young the blood. path for yeah new blood. Um, I wouldn't say a lot of female blood necessarily, no. but um, <laughs> definitely some new blood there. But just some really interesting um, variety to what he's done. Like when you look at things like the BFG yeah. and um, Tintin, quite different from you know big things like your know, Warhorse or Same even Fun Ryan. Yeah. yeah. And um, fun things like Catch Me If You Can, that one yeah, with Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. Was, yeah, it was a good film. So it's it's quite an interesting little catalogue of stuff that he's got going. And I know that you've sort of like looked at this as a topic a little bit, but can you think of a Spielberg movie that didn't do it for you? Um, I think at first watch I really enjoyed um, the Ready Player One, but on second watch I realised it was – you know, it's an ode to the 80s and it's really leaning on um, nostalgia. nostalgia. And mm. I think because of that, it doesn't actually hold up story-wise. Yeah. It's still enjoyable, but it's not um, It's not amazing by any standards. Yeah. I think once you've watched it, it's sort of not as great. You've got the Terminal. I would say Minority Report, but I've only, I don't think I've actually watched that. I just 
don't like Tom Cruise. I really enjoyed I the, Minority the Minority Report. Yeah. Report, yeah. So I, I, I can't say anything because I've not watched it. Um, the Terminal wasn't his best thing, but I still enjoyed that. Because that was the one with that was Tom, uh, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. where he's the he's stuck in the terminal. Yeah. He has to live in the um, air terminal. Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hook was not great. I think it was good as a child. How dare you, sir? How very dare you? I'm gonna have to throw my glove at you and go outside and duel. I loved Hook. I, I didn't mind Hook, but Woofy, I don't think... Oh, Woofy, oh. I, I don't know that it was my favourite film as a child, and I don't know oh. why. It was still good, um, but, I mean, if I have to pick a film that Steven Spielberg did that I didn't enjoy, I actually really struggle to do that because all of the films that I've seen of his, um, and I haven't seen them all, I've really enjoyed them. And, I mean, you've got um, Jaws, which I... I found a lot later in life. Like I've only seen it for the first time in the in the last five years and I watched it two weeks in a row because I loved it so much. And then you've got Close Encounters, The Third Kind, which has got, again, Richard Dreyfuss in it. Never seen it. Oh, my God. I, I know. love that film so much. <laughs> it's so, so good. And like in his past, he didn't have a fantastic relationship with his father. So in Close Encounters of the First Kind, you've got a single mum. You've got a single mum in E.T. Um, it's kind of a recurring theme for him for a bit until he sorts his stuff out with his dad and then they kind of come back on the scene. But, um, you know, and like you said, all the Raiders of the Lost Ark sort of stuff, They, I really enjoyed them, but they were never really my number one Steven Spielberg films. What about you, Lou? Uh, well, I, I do. I really do enjoy Jaws. Uh, I think the the first film that I remember seeing of his was E. T. Um, yeah. and seeing that in the cinemas uh, and yeah, crying like a baby, which, which technically I would have been. Yeah, like yeah. Well, what year did you? You were fairly young. Nineteen eighty two. Eighty two. So I'd have been eight. No, six. Six. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you were a little baby. Yeah. You were one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we so, were really babies. Yeah. Yeah. So I love. Uh, yeah, I loved ET. Um, just it was. It was just so good. It, it's, it's so eighties. Yeah. It's like you know you think of the eighties and if you want to put an icon of the eighties, ET would would be it. Um, but yeah, it was just just one of those those movies. And I don't think it was. I saw it in the cinemas, but there must have been decades before I saw it again on 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 video. And then I think I went and saw a a re released version of it in the when they did the special edition. Yeah. <laughs> the walkie talkies. Assuming George Lucas said, "Look, I've done it to my films. Let's <laughs> do up ET as well," because um, George Lucas and um, and Spielberg are quite good friends. I believe uh, they had a bet about something. I can't remember what the bet was, but I think Spielberg won and gave him like a, a percentage gross of Star Wars. So again, oh. adding to his thirteen billion dollar coffers. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, obviously Indiana Jones uh, was yeah really yeah a film I uh, loved the. Just as a kid, I thought it was action adventure, yeah. really, really, really good. So before you go into that, three point seven billion, not thirteen. Just 40, a small oh, sorry, a forty million dollar bet it worked out to be. So apparently, um, Lucas was reportedly um, reportedly nervous about his upcoming movie and that it wouldn't be a hit. What um, Star Menace? Wars? No, no, no. This oh, is in the, the 70s, yeah. yeah. Insane. And at the now. same time, Spielberg was in the midst of making Close Encounters and Jaws was um, already out, obviously. And so on a break um, from filming Star Wars, Lucas went to the Close Encounters set and um, apparently, like, I don't know what exactly the bet was. Um, okay, so... 
He said, oh my God, your movie is going to be so much more successful than Star Wars. This is going to be the biggest hit of all time. I can't believe this set. You can't, I can't believe what you're getting and oh my goodness. And he said, all right, I'll tell you what, I'll trade some points with you. If, uh, so you want to trade some points, I'll give you 2.5% of Star Wars if you give me 2.5% of Close Encounters. Oh! <laughs> wow. And so, Yeah. So that's how. Wow. So it wasn't really a bet; it was more of a trade-off. A trade-off yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Forty thousand, uh, forty, 40 million. million dollars. Well, that would have helped him make a few more movies after that. That's so true. But that he was, was a- it was already like really skyrocketing because when one when Jaws came out, they didn't have the money to have, you know, Bruce be a really big part of the movie. Bruce yeah. being the shark, and this was a good thing because <laughs> he wasn't very. Good looking. No. No. It's pretty funny. I think they made something that and kept like having issues with it. And, uh, yeah, because it was like an animatronic down. or something, yeah, you wasn't got, it? You got an animatronic in the yeah. water. Yeah. Like, it's not going to work that no. great. I don't care how bad that shark looks. I freaking love that movie anyway. I don't care. I think I should probably watch it just because, like, I've or, I'm already petrified of yeah. sharks. So why not just watch it and, and get it over and with? And really, the shark is, to, to our modern eyes, it's a bit goofy. So it is, yeah. So it's but then I watched it five years ago and I still just don't care that it looks bad. Yeah, but you got the, the nostalgia from having watched it earlier. Nope, nope. No? First time I watched it was a few years ago with no Chris. No way. Yeah, huh. and he, he couldn't believe that I'd never seen it. So that's why we watched it. And I was I went out and bought like a special edition after we watched it. I'm like, okay, going to own this now. That's so, great. Yeah, and same with third third encounters of the first kind. Oh, is that what it's called? First, no, what first encounters of the third kind? Close yep. encounters. Close encounters, Close encounters of, of the ah. third kind. Yep. This and, is this yeah. is the fourth podcast we've done today, I think, or third third podcast we've done today. So it's, it's only the <laughs> second. Yeah. No, 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 we did one before you got here. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, oh my dear. lord. Dear. So it's all falling apart. Yeah. I was already falling apart the second I walked in the door. <laughs> so you know, I knew it was champagne's be a tough fixed one. everything. It's oh, all good. champagne's making it harder. <laughs> I, I liked Bridge of Spies as well. That was one of his recent ones. Oh, oh yes. see, I didn't see yeah. that one. I've, I haven't, and I haven't seen the Post either, which is another recent one yeah. of his. Oh, because he that. likes his political stuff. Mm. And obviously, there's Schindler's List, which I have tried to rewatch. It's long, and I, I think I just struggle. Because it is long yeah. and I think not as exciting as I was hoping it was. Like, I mean, it's not supposed to be exciting. Mm. But I think it starts and it starts feeling really depressing right from the get-go. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm in the right mental state to watch this film. I don't know whether anyone ever yeah, is. It's no. one of those movies. It's just harrowing. I just yeah. wonder whether there's some films that you can only watch one at mm. once and that's kind of you can't watch it again because it's too traumatizing and they are all war films and it's like you know it's that one and then it's um the boy in the um, striped pajamas have you seen that no that is horrendous just rip my heart out and stamp on it i just can't even like if i could go back and not have watched that film oh my god (laughs) oh no that bad heartbreaking heartbreaking. absolutely heartbreaking Mm. um and then you've got um the other war film that is really hard to rewatch is a beautiful life you know the italian yeah um, yeah yeah i want to say roberto bertolini but i'm probably completely wrong i just made up someone's (laughs) name there and just made it italian oh I think I know who you're talking about. Is it Federico Fellini, or is that uh, no, the no, guy I'm in thinking La Dolce about Vita? the I, I'm thinking about the actor. Ah, oh. 
is anyone like a Spielberg directed Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, mm. which was not the best. Indiana- oh, there you go. You've picked it. The worst Steven Spielberg <laughs> film yeah. ever I was made. wondering who was going to bring that up. That I've been waiting. Trying to I've forget been waiting. it. But does that, like, one of his other pending projects that's been announced is Untitled Indiana Jones Project, which is supposed to have Harrison Ford again in the lead role as Indiana Jones. Is anyone looking forward to more indie? And just for a correction here, it's called Life is Beautiful and it's Roberto Benigni. Benini. Ah. Not Bertolini. Um, I think that's a kind of olive oil. <laughs> Indiana Jones. So I loved the first three. And look, I didn't hate the, the Crystal Skull. Mm. It wasn't, you know, the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, but I don't know. I feel like you could have just left it at the, at the three. When did that come out, the Crystal Skull? Uh, Cause 2008. Because I, I wonder whether, you know, the X-Files was really big um, for a long time there. I think it had, had sort of died off there. Mm. But the Crystal Skull was like the alien thing. And I feel like it was... That was the thing back in the day. So he's like, oh, yeah, let's talk about alien stuff. And I'm just, yeah. I don't know if whether that time had passed. But do you really want to bring, like, the whole uh, Indiana Jones thing was kind of more mystical. Yeah. Like, bringing aliens into it was, like... Poor decision. Yeah, it was kind of, It like, became unbelievable. Like, it's okay if you believe in aliens and all that stuff, but it doesn't, it doesn't work in the Indiana Jones storyline because that's about, you know, the... He's an archaeologist, you know, like he should be finding, like, I don't know. The last cup thing. Yeah. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> I'm really screwed tonight. What is the cup? Um, the Holy Grail. The Holy Thank Grail. You. Yeah. Oh, Lord. The cup? What's she on about? <laughs> the Holy Grail. I just remember that death, the melting. Oh, my God, that ruined my life. You know <laughs> where he drinks from the wrong um, cup? Yeah. <laughs> and he melts and it's like... Yeah, that's really crazy. I just remember being really excited about it coming out and going to go see it and just going, really? Really? This is it? Did we, I, we went to a screening somewhere. Did someone have a screening in one of the... Southlands. Yeah, it was in the beanbag cinema. Mm. And I was just like, well, at least I'm comfortable. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think I saw it and I was excited and I got very disappointed. Mm. You know, there's some really crazy scenes in those films that, I, and I can never remember which comes in what film. Like taking the heart out the the still beating heart and i think that's in the same movie as eating the monkey brain oh. i always remember the monkey brain one i always remember is that, that. is that the same one that's yeah, the one with his that... wife cape catch cape, uh, cape shaw in it and the uh and the young kid the asian the kid. asian kid yeah yeah i think so the monkey brain is definitely with the asian kid i'm not sure yeah. about the heart though i think that was probably my favorite one that's the first one i'm pretty sure is hey. it I feel all the second one. Jeez, these movies really they all just blend up. in together. They kind of blend in. I have like the box set at home. I need to rewatch it. It's been a few years, but oh. I, I feel like this is the why we are so crazy because someone ripped out a heart in front of us and ate monkey brains. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have seen the all movies we saw. Too ex- like exposed to too many films. That's why well. I'm- I keep asking Chris when is Bryce old enough to watch um, Jurassic Park? Apparently not yet. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Yet. And I'm like, can't I just fast forward the bits? And I'm like, oh, because right at the start, you know, some raptors like killing somebody mm. and then later yeah. on they're killing them. So there's really only a really short period where they get discovered and they're like, you know, the big old herbivore. Well, why don't you just show yeah. them the, the good bit before everything goes to shit? It's like. Because then I'd want to watch the rest of it. <laughs> 
and I can't like just say go away. I was watching. It's time to go to bed now. <laughs> put a picture of Jeff Goldblum in his bedroom, so like he can get used to <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Oh my lord! Like, Clever girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my lord! What was that? That's just um. <laughs> so just for the record, oh my God. everyone's okay. It wasn't <laughs> Cecilia screaming. Turned out it was Rachel. <laughs> Of a mishap. We had a technical difficulty, but we're a back. Technical difficulty, is that what we're calling it? Well, 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 the pyramid collapsed, man. Something just collapsed. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're back, though. It's all good. There was a little... dinosaur uh, about a kilometre away that stopped, <laughs> and the, uh, the the water in front of me vibrated and it knocked over the mic. So yeah. yeah. But nobody nobody lost anything. No, it's all no, good. I think we're all good. Yeah. Uh, but we are seriously, all good. Jeff Goldblum in the bedroom. <laughs> I don't even want Jeff oh, Goldblum like, in like my a nice bedroom. Picture, like a headshot. Like I like Jeff Goldblum. Like, I think he's really coming to his own. He's like, I don't just know. Just a headshot of him. like Just <laughs> This is not a visual medium. Um, I, I forget that it's not a visual medium. Well, I just thought, you know, exposure to Jeff Goldblum as a hero in Bryce's eyes. Yeah. Because we all need is someone to Is he really a hero spot. in that film? What's interesting is that he's a bit of a misogynist pig in that film and we all still love him. Yeah. Mm, but true. without him... Like you, like you need the chaos theory dude to come in and talk about you know, and life. It's finds just a great a way. big plot you device. Know, you know what's mm. interesting in that film? There's a lot of stuff that you miss on the first few watching. Like you know, Sam Neill gets in the plane or the air helicopter, and he's got two female bits of a seatbelt mm. that he can't put together because nah. two female bits and he <laughs> ties it together. Life finds a way because you know all the dinosaurs are chicks. Life finds a way. It's like That's a little Easter egg. Funny. Aww. Yeah, but anyway. Okay. But there's lots of Easter eggs in that film. I've watched it a lot. Can you tell? But not with Bryce. <laughs> not with Bryce. Not yet. Not yet. He has yet. watched E.T. Um, he watched it last year and got really excited about E.T. He kept pointing at him every time he was on the screen. Oh, thought he did was you the, the, the finger? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he thought he was great. He was very enthralled. Like, I'm like, oh, I've got to play this again. You could be silent for over half an hour. This is amazing. It's brilliant. Well done. Mm. Oh, getting him, um, getting him all. So, like, you're probably going to have to do, like, a planned timeline of when you can show him each Spielberg movie. Yeah, because I don't want him to be scared of the water, so he won't be watching Jaws. Nope. Not for a while, um, but he can definitely re-watch E.T. Uh, and then Jaws, maybe when he's 10. That's when I watched it. Yeah, and then you've got the animated one, so like Tintin and... Yes, which I'm sure Chris will be showing him very soon. He's <laughs> a massive Tintin fan. Really? I never knew. Oh my god, when we went to France it was the first spot we dropped off in when we did our Europe trip mm. and he bought this massive Tintin like figurine thing and it took up most of his um, <laughs> luggage and he got it like in the second day we were no, traveling. You post that stuff home. Four week journey. <laughs> That's brilliant. So it was quite funny to try and watch him try to repack his luggage every time we had to go somewhere. Like, well, you did have to buy that. It was pretty cool though. Yeah. That's it's all in funny. French nice. and stuff. But anyway, a little statue that speaks French. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um, what else have we got, Mr. Spielberg? Well, I, d- I don't know. I think uh, I guess we should really wrap up because we're we're coming close to the the hour of, of um, time. Uh, but I think maybe we should just go around and and talk about uh, who's what is your favourite hundred percent Spielberg film? That's too hard, dude. Yeah. No, it's not. Too I, hard. I think. 
So you're on a desert island. You're going to take one Spielberg <laughs> oh, film. Oh, not this. <laughs> That's not that podcast, dear. Um, I suppose one that we haven't mentioned was War of the Worlds. Really? All... Would you take that on a no, Tom no, no, Cruise I, I film? No, I wouldn't take that one with me, but I just thought because we've been through most of them, it would be worth just quickly mentioning um, that one because I think we've pretty much mentioned most of them except that one. So I just wanted to just do it for... Um, Closure. Your dog's licking my toes. Just so, so we, for consistency. Like it. In terms of director, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of director, that was one of. I think there's a few produce producer roles that we haven't mentioned. Either, yeah, but um, just yeah, there's 195 it. or something on IMDb. Yeah, so that's a bit hard. But I just, just a thought, couple. I thought we'd just go through all the directing because we mentioned Minority Report. We mentioned Saving Private Ryan. Um, Saving. Oh, Ryan's I never knew where Amblin movie, um, the his production company came from. It comes from a short that he did in 1968. Oh, I think I knew that and forgot. Oh, yeah, he's done a few shorts as well. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, Lewis, it would have to be the um, Indiana Jones trilogy. Mm-hmm. Can it be a trilogy? Yeah, or just yeah I'll, one give you, film? I'll give you that. You thanks, that. That's thanks, fine. Thanks. Make it okay. Yeah. Well, what would Who's yours be, Um, I'm not actually sure because, like, like you say, there's been so many movies that have featured at different points in my life. Mm. Um, I mean... <sighs> I don't think it's fair to pick one. Yeah, I but don't think so. But the Desert Island thing is just like... Yeah, I know. It's a bit mean. What would you watch over and over and over again? I probably watch something cheeky like Catch Me If You Can. Oh, yeah. That's pretty enjoyable. It's, yeah. It's long I think you could watch though. that over and... Yeah, I suppose it is. I mean, I really liked Hook, so I don't know. That would oh. be up there as well, but... <laughs> what about you, Lou? Uh, I'd, I'd probably go E.T., like the classic E.T., I think mine's going to have to be Jurassic Park, but it's it's a hard one because I do love Jaws, but you've got to be in the mood for that. I, I think Jurassic Park's the only one where it doesn't matter what mood I'm in. I can probably watch it. Hmm. So, And it's got Samuel L. Jackson in it. Oh, yeah. True. So, and his severed arm. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Spoilers. Spoilers. It's got a severed arm in it. <laughs> I think we're going a bit delirious now. <laughs> On that happy note, who's going to take us out? All righty. Well, you've been listening to Tangent City. Uh, we are out every every second week uh, if you're in America or every fortnight if you're in Australia or the UK. <laughs> <laughs> if you're everywhere else, every fortnight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you'd like to go onto uh, iTunes and rate and review us and subscribe, that would be absolutely awesome. If you know other people who, who like people just talking shit, uh, then then do uh, tell them about us as well. So if you are can... on our Facebook page and you've got some uh, show suggestions, please share with us on yeah. the Facebook page. Whatever you'd like to hear us talk Because we about. miss them on um, Instagram. It's hard to follow them on Instagram and stuff, so Facebook is the best place to put it. Exactly. Yeah. Facebook is the best place. Um, and uh, you can also catch uh, Rachel, Cecilia and myself on Unscripted the Film Show, also on iTunes and other podcasting places. And you can catch Kat and myself on Diz Down Under. And we'll be back again in two weeks. Bye. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.